0: This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 89. We were made for relationship, but so often the relationships in our lives are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but we often have lost ourselves along the way. So this podcast is here to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. I'm so excited to announce our guest for today. She has written and recorded this episode, but I'm going to introduce you to her. She has written and recorded episodes before for us because I love her dearly and trust her on this topic so much. Her name is Mary B and she's an author, a producer, and a singles coach, passionate about closing the gap between what the church offers and what single Christians need. Her book, The Single Christian's Church Survival Guide, How to Navigate Church Culture and Conversations Without Losing Your Mind, is available now on Amazon. I love her, She is such a great resource if you are a single person or you have single people in your life that you love and care about. She's such a fantastic resource for how to love and serve all of them well. And I am so grateful for her in my life. So without further ado, let me give Mary B. the floor. I was sitting at
1: a round table in a barn in a field in the middle of nowhere, Michigan, watching two of my friends talk. One had gotten married a couple years before. One had gotten married during the pandemic, and a small crew had finally gathered to celebrate. I traveled with a group of friends, and we spent the weekend with the couple and their families, playing cornhole and being in nature and all that jazz. When the day of the celebration arrived, my friends and I got ready and headed to the venue for an evening of delicious food, deep conversation, and derpy dancing. Okay, the derpy part was mostly me. Point is, merriment was had by all. During dinner, the couple made their rounds, stopping at our table to chat. I listened to the bride talk to one of our mutual friends who was also married, and I noticed my stomach begin to clench. They were having a perfectly normal conversation, swapping stories about the wedding planning process and life as newlyweds. They had shared language and exchanged knowing laughs and commiseratory eye rolls. I was suddenly aware of the tightness of my dress, the food sitting heavily in my stomach, and the volume of the music blaring through the speakers. While I was genuinely happy for both of my friends and entertained by their stories, I couldn't help but notice a collection of less pleasant feelings start to skulk in. I tried to ignore them. I tried to distract myself from them. I tried to talk myself out of them. Instead of abating, they bubbled up and sent a flurry of thoughts careening around my head. That night, I laid awake for hours, trying to make the feelings and thoughts stop. It wasn't the first time I'd experienced this particular scenario. At nearly every close friend's wedding, I found myself experiencing this same tension. I was happy. I had fun. I felt an abundance of love for my friends. But also, I was keenly aware that my friend was entering the world of marriage. Their reality would become increasingly filled with experiences I didn't share. How would that change the friendship? Would they eventually decide the friendship wasn't worth the effort? Would our dynamic change? Because some married folks feel very superior about the fact they escaped singleness. I felt anxious and I felt ashamed of how I was feeling. I was afraid I would watch all my friends get married and I'd ultimately end up alone. If you're single, chances are you've had some of these same thoughts and fears. What complicates things even further is the guilt that can come along with these messy feelings. We don't feel like we're supposed to feel them. Even if we are perfectly happy with our relationship status, The reality is that our friend is starting on a path that will quite possibly lead them further and further from ours. If you're married, I'm not sure how you experience a friend's wedding. Maybe it's less complicated. Or maybe you're in a tricky place in your own marriage and it triggers a different kind of shame. Maybe you look at the happy couple and wonder where things went so wrong for you and how you can get back to when you felt that way. Whatever our reality we seem to like to pretend that weddings are straightforward, blissful occasions for everybody. But the reality is that while there is a lot that can be wonderful, there's also a lot that can be hard. We might not like the person our friend is marrying. We might have beef with someone we know will be there. We might be stressed about how much it'll cost to attend the festivities. Fortunately, I do have some good news. We might be tempted to think that feeling conflicting emotions or any less than pleasant emotions means something's wrong with us. However, it mostly just means we're human. Stuff can be more than one thing. We can feel more than one thing, and we often do. So, accepting this reality to be true, here are five practices to try when your friend gets married. Number one, feel and name your feelings shutting our way out of feelings we don't want does not work. What's been helpful for me is to accept that, for better or worse, these feelings happen. With prayerful honesty, some planning, and heaps of compassion for myself, they didn't have to send me spiraling about what a bad friend I must be or come out sideways. For example, excessive drinking, taking everything personally, isolating passive aggression, etc. When talking to my therapist about my meltdown at the aforementioned celebration, we noticed that a huge part of my spiral happened because I was beating myself up for what I was feeling instead of letting myself feel. I did name my feelings, but instead of sitting in the suckiness, I made things a hundred times worse. How? I analyzed them to death and gave myself a million reasons why I should feel bad about how I was feeling. Instead of doing all that, What might it look like for you to make space for your hard feelings? Speaking of hard feelings, number two, grieve it. When a friend gets married, it's going to mean a change in the friendship. Regardless of the extent of that change, it's natural to feel a sense of loss over what the relationship was and will no longer be. Transitions can be exciting, and they can mean a change for the better. But they can also bring up big feelings. When we accept this reality, we give ourselves a much better shot of weathering the transition. While grief sucks, it's also a natural and healthy part of being a human. If you're having a hard time making room for grief, try writing a letter to your friend about all the things you're going to miss, all your fears and messy feelings. Don't send them this letter. Simply use it as a tool for reflection and a way to get your unfiltered thoughts out of your head. Number three. Talk it out. Sometimes personal reflection isn't enough. Sometimes we need to say our feelings and fears to another human. The tricky thing about shame is that it thrives in isolation. When we are experiencing shame, the last thing we want to do is open up to another person. It's uncomfortable and vulnerable. At the same time, I've been pleasantly surprised by how many times I've opened up to safe people and they've met me with a me too. Sometimes, we're all just waiting for someone to have the courage to go first. That night, as I wrestled with my feelings, I took a chance and reached out to three single friends. I expressed what I was feeling and asked if they'd ever felt the same. Almost immediately, each of them responded with a yes at pretty much every wedding I go to. It didn't make my feelings go away, but knowing they weren't unique to me made them a bit less overwhelming. When you're having fears about a relationship changing, especially because a friend is getting married, it can also be a good idea to consider voicing them to your friend. The timing of this can be a bit tricky, as your friend is going to be super stressed. Before sharing something that's going to require a potentially hard conversation, it's a good idea to ask your friend if they have the emotional bandwidth for you to share something with them. Keep it vague, but let them know it's something you'd like their thoughts on specifically. Number four, set up new rituals. Transitions mean letting go of what was, but they are also an opportunity to get creative. One way to weather a transition is to find new ways to connect that you're both excited about. As a single person who relies on relationships that all exist outside of my immediate household, the effort required to arrange hangouts can be overwhelming. As life has changed and friendships have evolved, it's been nice to set up an expectation of regularly seeing a few people that creates one less step to keeping the relationship strong. One friend and I have a practice of walking together once a week. There are weeks where we're traveling or things get too hectic, but generally, we make an intentional effort to make it happen. And since we both go for daily walks anyway, it's been easier to fold our plans into our our existing habits. Whether it's a monthly coffee date or exploring a new hiking trail, what are some activities you and your friend both enjoy, or both have to do anyways, And how might you incorporate each other into those? Number five, get your copy of My Friend's Wedding. There are more than a few blogs on the interwebs giving tips on how singles can survive weddings. These are filled with some solid tips. If you're like me, however, you don't just want someone to tell you what to do. You want something personalized and nuanced. That's why I've created My Friend's Wedding, a pre-wedding guided reflection for single Christians. This free download empowers you to prayerfully wade through your feelings and brainstorm some strategies for how you'd like to respond to them. When we put words to our feelings, they go from being this big, scary, amorphous thing to something we can understand and work with. If you're like me, this kind of work helps us not be blindsided by our feelings. But when they happen, even if they happen differently than we expect, instead of going with our knee-jerk reaction, we can say, oh, I know what this is. I've been through this before and I remembered what's helped in the past and what hasn't. The goal isn't to get it perfect or never feel uncomfortable things. The goal is to let those feelings drive us into deeper love and intimacy with ourselves, God, and others. That guide is available on my website, MaryBSaferet.com. It's on the home page if you scroll down a little bit. It's also available at MaryBSaferet.com/slash links. A direct link to that will be in the episode description. Whether you're partnered or single, even good transitions can bring up complicated feelings. I hope these practices help you embrace what is hard and what is great, because ultimately, they mean that you are human and you are living life. And ultimately, that's a beautiful thing.
0: Thanks for sitting a while with me and my friend, Mary B. I trust that navigating when you're friends... Get married will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. You can listen to Mary B's podcast, Unsuitable, wherever you get your podcast, and you can follow her on Instagram and TikTok at MaryBee.safret. Check out more writings and resources and freebies at MaryBsafret.com. I'm so grateful for her wisdom on this topic. I hope that it was so helpful for you today, no matter where you find yourself on your journey. To finish up the transcript for our episode will be on the podcast page on my website karafawbacher.com. And a big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating the music for the show and the team at Wildfire Creative Company for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.